Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. Simply Stogies is a passion project that is fan-funded. If you enjoy the content Simply Stogies brings to you and would like to see more and different kinds of content, a website, more on-location podcasts with blenders, manufacturers, or retailers, or video reviews, please consider supporting Simply Stogies on Patreon at patreon.com slash simplystogies. Supporting Simply Stogies can get you a ton of perks, including instant access to bonus material, access to Simply Stogies Discord, including a Patreon-only channel, shoutouts on the show and social media, a monthly virtual herf with myself and other supporters, the ability to suggest cigar reviews, cool swag, or the opportunity to do a cigar review on Simply Stogies podcast. Thank you for your consideration and your generosity. Now, on to Simply Stogies. You're listening to Simply Stogies, a monthly podcast dedicated to the cigar enthusiast. Light up a stogie, sit back and relax while James brings you along on his journey as a new cigar smoker. Simply Stogies will review cigars, discuss topics that cigar aficionados find important, and will probably learn a few things along the way. Now, here's your host of Simply Stogies, James. Welcome to Simply Stogies. I am your host, James. This episode, I'm going to review the Project E San Andreas Granola from Epic Cigars. This is a fantastic cigar. I enjoyed it thoroughly. I can't wait to share my review with you. But before I do, before I get there, there's a little bit of housekeeping that I'd like to quickly cover. There's a brand new Simply Stokies Presents Cigars and Coffee on our YouTube channel titled drive through coffee and Cuban cigars. Tim and I drink some fast food coffee while smoking an H Upman half Corona Cuban, of course, H U H C as it's known in some circles and discuss our thoughts on the embargo non Cubans versus Cubans uh, and how we feel the industry looks uh, at Cuban cigars as a whole. We also drink some subpar coffee so please take a look, leave a comment on our YouTube channel, give us a like and subscribe. Uh, the link will be in the show notes, or you can just search YouTube for Simply Stogies. It'll pop right up. While you're surfing the internet, head over to creativebraincandy.com and check out the great family of podcasts we have there, including Smoking and Drinking in Space. Jason, Rob, and myself are currently getting sauced. It's the summer of Star Trek. The latest episode has us reviewing Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country. Again, it's something different from what I do here at Simply Stogies. It's different than what I do even with the YouTube channel. So Creative Brain Candy is a great outlet for me and for other creators. If you are a creator and you're looking for some help getting your product out there, some ideas, or just want to hang out with a bunch of other creators, head over to creativebraincandy.com, click the apply button, we're always looking for creators of any format, whether it's video, vlog, Twitch, uh, podcast, whatever you're into. Now, before I get too deep into this episode, 
uh, there's a new page. If you go to simplystogies.com uh, and you go to the menu, uh, you know, I've talked about on this program that we are revamping and moving in, in, a, in a different direction. You'll see that we haven't put out a lot of news lately from the cigar industry. As we rework and retool what we're doing at simplystogies.com and here at Simply Stogies Podcast, some things are going to change. And with all of the change going on in our world right now and all of the change going on on our website, we thought that it might be a good idea to put out what guides us in our decision-making process, what guides us with the direction we take Simply Stogies Podcast and simplystogies.com as a whole. So in the menu button, if you go to the About section, you'll see the drop down. We have a statement of ethics, and this statement is what drives us, what guides us uh, as we make decisions for the website and the podcast. Simply Stogies podcast and simplystogies.com strives to bring you the best in premium hand-rolled cigar content. We do our best to work with blenders, manufacturers, retailers, influencers, and organizations in and around the cigar industry to keep you up to date with the latest news and the trends of the cigar world. Our staff brings decades of personal experience and their unique points of view to every article and review that we publish. We here at Simply Stogies work hard to bring you content that is insightful, educational, and entertaining for both the veteran aficionado and the new cigar enthusiast. We promise you that we do our best to keep our content free of personal politics and biases. Our focus is on our shared passion for the leaf. While we recognize that the world around us is changing, we will always focus on the cigar industry and those around it. Our goal is to highlight brands, trends, and most importantly, the people in and around the cigar industry and hobby. The cigar hobby allows us to put our differences aside and come together in a way that we believe our society and culture desperately need right now. Our staff works to shine a light on individuals from all walks of life and to celebrate our shared passion for the leaf. We also promise to be as transparent with you, our audience and fans, as possible. That means clearly letting you know when or if we were given freebies to review, not taking sponsorships from those in the cigar industry, and clearly differentiating when we do. The staff of Simply Stogies holds themselves accountable for being unbiased in the reviews and articles. That means that our staff will not review a product that they have a personal relationship with or disclosing when we do. The podcast is funded only by its fans, and it will remain that way for as long as we can. Thank you for your continued support, the Simply Stogies staff. What does all of that mean? Well, I think first and foremost, it means that we recognize that the world we live in is changing, and it's probably changing for the better. It also means that we need to be clear about some things with both our fans and with those in the industry. Look, I would love nothing more than if this podcast and simplystogies.com started making a ton of money. But I'm not going to do that at the expense of content. And I'm certainly not going to do that at the expense of the website. You'll never see our website cluttered with ads. You'll never see our website shilling for somebody. At least not right now. Now we always we we maintain uh uh that we we may amend the statement 
at a further uh, point in time. But as long as we can, we want this to be fan funded. And the best way that you can help us do that is through Patreon. If you go to patreon.com, there'll be a link at the bottom. You can search for Simply Stogies. Become a patron. Patrons get episodes, non-review episodes, three days early before everybody else. Uh, They also get exclusive content in the form of a show uh, that we do for them called Tales from the Lounge with myself and Tim, my co-host from Cigars and Coffee. Uh, And and there's some swag that you can get uh, at certain tiers. So check it out. Uh, go to patreon.com forward slash simply stogies, I believe. Uh, but I'll, I'll put a link in the show notes uh, and you can check it out there. So we want to keep, we want to keep simply stogies.com uh, and the podcast uh, free from biases, free from personal politics. And we want to make sure that when there is one, we are clear with you, our fans. And you might be thinking to yourself, I can just go read this on the website. Why are you, why are you explaining all of this now? Well, the reason is because the review that I'm doing today for the Epic Cigars Project E San Andreas uh, Gran Ola from Dean Parsons, who's the blender owner and founder of uh, Epic Cigars, I got this for free from him. And you might remember from uh, earlier episodes this year before the uh, coronavirus, COVID-19 hit, that myself and Tim uh, were uh, in attendance at the Nebraska Cigar Fest uh, in mid-January, I believe. And it was before, you know, all hell broke loose and the world started uh, uh, shutting down. And so it's something that I remember fondly. And I had a great conversation with Dean that I met him. And he is just, he's literally probably the hardest working guy in the industry. In fact, I think I've heard people call him that. He is all, all over the place, and we're, we're trying to nail down a time to get him here on the podcast because I think he's got a great story. And so through, through talking with him about what we were doing with the website and what we were doing with the podcast, and he said, hey, let me send you some things. I want to send you some stuff so you can get a feel for what we do at Epic Cigars. And I said, no, 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 I want to, you know, I, I buy everything. And then I, I smoke it and I'll review it. And he's like, no, 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 just let me send you stuff. So he sent me some cigars and, and I sent some to Mike once I had them in, in my hands so that Mike could review them. And unfortunately, we all know that Mike's no longer in the hobby. He sent those back to me and I thought it was time to go ahead and start reviewing these. But before I did, I wanted to be very clear that this cigar was given to me. With that said, Let's jump into this review, shall we? The Epic Cigars Project E San Andreas Granola is a Toro Vitola. It's six uh, and a quarter inch by 54 ring gauge. The wrapper is Mexican San Andreas. The binder is Indonesian Sumatra. And the filler is Dominican Republic and Nicaraguan. So a mix there. The strength is listed medium, medium full. This is definitely in the medium full to full range. It starts a little, uh, it starts lighter. Than I would have thought for a medium to medium full, uh, but it uh, it definitely ramps up at the end. I smoked this on my deck. It was a gorgeous night. It was absolutely beautiful. I had a, a glass of iced tea. It was low 80, 65% humidity, Midwest weather at its best. Uh, and I sat there and uh, I really, I really took my time with this one. This one burned quite uh took a while. It was almost uh, clocked in at a, a little over two hours by the time I was done with it. So it's a slow burn. This is a limited edition. 
There are a total, I believe, 250 boxes of these made. They're still out there. You can still find them. They're certainly not. I don't think they're hard to find, but there's not a, a ton of them. Now, this cigar debuted at the uh, 2016 IPCPR annual trade show. Uh, this is the <laughs> this cigar is very unique. If you take a look at the website, which I'll have my review uh, that I did for the website in its written form, I'll have the link in the show notes. Lots of links this week in the show notes, so make sure you check those out. But this is the only cigar that comes to mind that you can actually smoke the band. The band is a tobacco leaf that has, it's been cut in the shape of a diamond and in the middle of the diamond, there is an E that has been cut out for the project E. I'm, I'm assuming it's for Epic. That is a unique feature that I don't, that I've tried to access in my memory to see if anyone else has done this. And to my knowledge off the top of my head, there hasn't been anyone else who has done this. Everyone else has a band or it's unbanded. Yeah, the the Oscar uses tobacco leaf to instead of cellophane. But this is the only cigar that I know that you can literally smoke the band. And the band seems to be, I mean, this is the first thing that you notice about the cigar is that the band is a, a tobacco leaf. And I've, you know, we've all seen the 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 cigars that use tobacco leaves to to make art or put on fancy design. And while the E is fancy, it's the same E that's an epic. So it's not out of the out of the ordinary, but it does give this cigars are art. And that's what this screams is that this is a piece of art. This is a work of art. And I think I've said this before, and I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but I've certainly said it to others in and around the cigar industry that I believe cigar making is an art. And I think this is the height of that, where you have a band that is so outside of the box from the norm that it just, it's art. And when you take a look at how it was applied, look, I'm not going to mention names, but we all know that there are cigar manufacturers that slap a ton of glue or adhesive onto the, uh, onto the band and then apply that to the wrapper and not always in, in the most expert of way. Sometimes it's haphazardly. In fact, I had a, a $30 cigar that had so much glue on it that that band was not coming off without ripping the wrapper. And that's exactly what it did. It was a huge disappointment when you spend $30 on a cigar and that's, that's what happens. This cigar is not $30. It's half that. MSRP is half that. The box comes in for a box of 10 at $169.99 and you can find them on sale right now uh, at online retailers. I'm not going to say where, but you can certainly find them cheaper than, than $16 a stick. So that's what stood out to me immediately is that not only is the band unique, but it was applied with care. The next thing that hit me when I was looking at this cigar is that it has a pigtail. I have said before that I am not a big fan uh, of the tail. It's just a twist at the end. It's nothing, it's nothing fancy. It's very understated for a pigtail. I think we've all seen those pigtails that actually look like a pigtail. Uh, this isn't. It's just a twist at the end. Uh, and I'm not huge, usually a fan of those. There's no fan. Uh, there's no flourish. It's just literally twisted at the end. Again, understated, which in my mind, it goes against, it's the opposite of, of what that band is. So it, it kind of plays a little bit. And I'm a sucker for cigar art. And this is without a doubt art. 
There are a few f- visible veins. Nothing concerning, though. Uh, the wrapper is toothy. It's rough to the touch, but there's a there's an oily sheen on it that the cameras just don't do it justice. It doesn't pick it up uh, on the website, but there was an oily sheen to it. Very nice. Uh, I was as I looked at the cigar, I got more excited to smoke it. The aroma coming off the cigar, cedar, hay, tobacco. These were uh, aromas that anyone could pick out. Because it's a pigtail, I cut it using a straight cut. I had to cut it twice, uh, once to get the pigtail off and then next to, to cut the cap. Nothing concerning. The cold draw revealed uh, uh, sweet notes uh, of chocolate. There was like this. That was the one thing that stood out it was a lot of chocolate. There was some coffee, but chocolate is what stood out. And so when I took my first light, which, by the way, there was zero effort in lighting the cigar. It lit right away. Burned even from the start to the finish. I had no problems with the construction of the cigar, not in how it looked or in how it performed. When I lit it, there were no overly pepper uh, notes that were coming through. Sometimes when I smoke a cigar and I light it, immediately I'm hit with pepper and lots of it. Not in this case. It was very mild. It was very, there was enough smoke. There wasn't an, a, a lot of smoke. There wasn't a ton of smoke, but it was enough smoke. Again, the cigar, you're at a museum. You're not, you're not at a smokehouse. And it performed like that. There was enough smoke to coat my mouth, and, and I could definitely get the flavors that Epic was trying to convey through this cigar. The first third, I got baking spices, coffee, and white pepper on the retrohale. Oh, man, this was right in my wheelhouse. I absolutely loved the first third of this cigar. I could easily pick out cinnamon, nutmeg, uh, a bit of coffee uh, was coming through. Oh, it was so good. The only disappointment was where is that chocolate? Where is that milk chocolate, that sweetness, that underlying sweetness uh, that I had in the cold draw? I was looking for that in the first third, and it was nowhere to be found. Again, I'll talk about the construction of the cigar real quick. That ash is strong with the cigar. It held on for a good inch. It was fantastic. Uh, it didn't drop until I until I I, I knocked it off because it was getting a little bit long. I didn't want it on my lap, so I, I knocked it off. And right as that first third is ending and that second third starts, some coffee started to come through really strong. It was taking over those baking spices, which were predominant throughout the first third. And then I got hit with that sweetness. Oh, that sweetness with that coffee. I'm not sure I made the right decision pairing this with iced tea. I'm going to be 100% honest. It works for a while, and I'll tell you why. Not only was I getting coffee and a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of sweetness, but I was also getting black pepper, earth, and citrus. And that citrus note, man, I'll tell you what. When you pair this cigar with some iced tea, unsweetened iced tea, just the generic stuff from the store, nothing, nothing fancy. When you pair it with the iced tea, that citrus notes really shines in this second third, more so than the coffee, which is the predominant, the predominant note uh, in the second third. But it's that citrus note. And so it doesn't like at first you think it plays really well. But as this second third moves on, you start to realize the iced tea was not the right drink to pair with this. And live and learn, and that's my fault. That's absolutely my fault. And so I think. And I'll be honest, 
I think that probably hurt the score a little bit in this cigar. I think it, it probably dropped it a point or two because it just, it didn't pair well. When that, when those baking spices fell off and that citrus came through and that coffee came through, once the citrus started to fade a little bit and that coffee flavor really started to ramp up middle of the second third, maybe the end of that second third, tea, tea just was not, was not working. So I switched to water. Trying to fix it, trying trying to to save my palate, trying to save the score. I switched to water, and I think that that helped because wow, uh, in that final third, I got black pepper, uh, some leather. Again, the citrus was there just a little bit, but then I got some espresso. Man, I like espresso. I like it a lot, but this got to be overpowering. I just want to touch on construction again because the ash was holding strong. Until I went to lay the cigar down in the, uh, in the rest on the ashtray and it fell, the ash fell, thankfully there, not in my lap, but it held on for the most part. It stayed together when it hit. But from that point on, the ash was a tiny bit flaky. It was nothing concerning. It was nothing that was going all over me. I hate that when I'm smoking a cigar and the ash is just going everywhere. It was nothing like that, but it was a little flaky. But where before, and you can see in some of the pictures on simplystogies.com, you can see I was stacking nickels. Oh man, I love it when a cigar does that. Depending on the Vitola, stacking nickels, stacking dimes. This was nickels. Oh, it looked so good. I was just a little disappointed there in the final third. The ash was starting to get flaky. Now back to the espresso that I was that I was getting. That was that was the predominant flavor for this final third. The pepper was ramping up. Yeah, it changed from white pepper in the first third to black pepper in the second third. And that black pepper stayed until the, the, the final third that was accompanied, by, like I said, by some leather, a little bit of citrus there at the very beginning uh, of, that, uh, of that final third. But that espresso, and it wasn't like at first I was like, oh, man, this is it's, it's, it's that's nice. It's a stronger coffee flavor. It's a little bit more bitter. But as I went through that final third, that bitterness kind of ramped up a little bit. And there were times I thought the bitterness was a little too much. It was being cut by a lot of that citrus note. But once that citrus note kind of faded, that strong, bitter coffee flavor was just a little too much for me. Like I said, I finally put this down on about the two hour mark, uh, a little, a little after man. The flavor progression on this thing was very nice, though, because you start with the baking spice, you start with the white pepper, and it just kind of builds from there. I think that's, for me, like, like I said, that's right in my wheelhouse. It's a great base for a cigar. It's a good starting point for a cigar. And, and it builds up, and you get to the earth, you get to the leather, you get to the coffee, you get to the black pepper, and it ramps up so much, and there are hints of the strength throughout. Like, you get hit with it. But man, by the time I was done with this cigar, I could feel that nicotine. I could feel it. Normally, I don't feel it in a Toro. Uh, so there's a little bit of a nit kick with this. As far as the burn experience goes, you couldn't ask for anything better. There were no touch-ups, zero, none. You may have to do with the 65% humidity outside, which is the same as what I keep all my cigars at. So there wasn't a change in humidity. But I'll tell you what, there are some times, there are some cigars there, it doesn't matter what you do. It gets a wonky burn. It starts to canoe or, oh, worse, it starts to tunnel. Not this. This was perfect. It was razor sharp for quite a while, a little wavy, but nothing concerning. No touch-ups needed. Absolutely love that about this Project D. 
So there was a consistent burn, fantastic construction. I love the band. I love the look of this cigar. I love what it's trying to convey. It's all about art for me, and this is cigar art. There were great flavor transitions that even the most untrained palate, like mine, obviously, can pick out. My only critique is it might be overly bitter in that last third for some people. It certainly ramps up. Wasn't too bad most of the time, but again, your mileage may vary. So as I rate this, and you can check out how we rate it, uh, you can see how it's weighted. Our, our smoking experience is weighted the highest craft and aesthetic, pre-light characteristics, lighting process, smoking experience, and then personal enjoyment. Which, by the way, personal enjoyment, as much as I'm ranting and raving about this cigar, my personal enjoyment is what took the biggest hit. Take that for, for uh, what it's worth. Every time I do one of these reviews, for me personally, I, I ask the question, you know, is it worth picking up? Is this a cigar that's worth buying? Is it worth your hard-earned money? Uh, for me, the answer is yeah. Epic Project E gets an A. Uh, this is a 9 out of 10. This is a, I know this is a rookie score. 9 out of 10 is what I'm giving this cigar. It's definitely one you want to try. Now, if you're a new cigar smoker, this isn't one that I would probably recommend you start with. If you are a new cigar aficionado, a new uh, cigar enthusiast, just hold your horses. Give this, give it about a year before you try this, maybe six months. Let your palate kind of get used to some of the flavors that you're going to be tasting in a cigar. Because this is medium, medium full. And I would put it personally, I would put this more on the full end of the spectrum just because of how it hits in the last third. It hits different in the last third than it does the first and second third. And again, it might be what I had paired with it. So this cigar performed flawlessly from the start. The transitions were very well defined, even for an, an untrained palate, nine out of 10. I, there's nothing more that I can say about this cigar other than give it a shot. If you can find it at your B&M, if you can find it online, wherever you purchase your cigars at, this is definitely one you want to give a, give a try. I really liked it. Again, a little bit out of my wheelhouse at the very uh, last third, but it was a great cigar nonetheless. You can check out my written review at simplystogies.com. The link will be in the show notes. Make sure you check out uh, other great podcasts from creativebraincandy.com at creativebraincandy.com. That's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed my review of the epic Project E. Gran Ola. Join me next time here on Simply Stogies where I'm not sure what I'll be talking about, but I promise it'll be Simply Stogies. Stay smoky, friends. Thank you for listening to Simply Stogies. Please rate and review Simply Stogies on iTunes. You can follow James on his cigar journey on Instagram at Simply Stogies Podcast, all one word, and on Twitter at the Twitter handle at Simply Stogies.